No, Stuart Mackey. It's time to take a look at lovefood.com's website. Mm. And uh, this is one I'm looking forward to because all these things on this list I adore. And I'm so glad because they're back in season now that it's spring. Yes, there's some classic springtime food combinations here from Love Food. And yeah, I'm the same. A lot of these ones obviously haven't been on the supermarket shelves across the winter because the weather just hasn't been good for growing them. But now there's lots of warm sunshine about some of these foods are back. And they, these classic food partnerships yes they've been missing from our menus for months so it's time to refresh our taste buds because sometimes it seems like certain foods were just made to be together they complement each other complement each other so well it's as if they should just grow together as one entity in the first place or some clever food producer should combine them into one product however there are combinations that include some meat fruits and vegetables once the season is over you have to wait another year to try them again but the wait is over over now, so let's try some of these classic combinations. The first one, love it, peas and mint. This is obvious, right? Mint and peas are two of the freshest flavors of the new season, but not all of us always have a sprig of fresh mint to hand when we're throwing some peas in the pan for a quick weekday dinner. We should make more of an effort though, as mint lifts peas to another dimension. So as soon as you get your hands on some fresh spring peas, boil them for six to seven minutes, stir some finely chop leaves into the pot just before serving and it's deliciously light along some new spring lamb as well. Yeah, it is odd, isn't it, Jill, how some uh, ingredients just are perfect together, like they always should have been together and peas and mint is one of them. Absolutely. I love peas and mint. I do love mint sauce. I love the vinegary mm. kind of taste mm. of mint sauce, but I do love fresh mint in peas and um, I do actually grow it. Oh, do you? Yeah, wow. I grow mint and it grows so easily and so rapidly. Mm. You've got to really be careful with mint in your garden. Don't mm. plant it in with flower beds and all that kind of stuff because it spreads like wildfire. You need to Does contain it? mint. Oh, okay. Mm. I did not know this. I did not know this at all. Well, all I did was um, mm. uh, I found an old Belfast sink. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I, it was due to be chucked out. So I kept it mm. and filled it with peat and then planted a couple of mint plants. Oh, there you go. And it's been coming back every year ever since it's fabulous i like mushy peas mm. oh, i love mushy peas and yeah this this is, is right saying that it goes well with lamb because lamb is another thing that, that like you were saying complements mint sauce yes. yeah mint sauce is a bit more vinegary but lamb peas mint oh yeah i'm, I'm hungry already. oh yes i am too <laughs> actually <laughs> but it, it, this goes on to say from love food that if you don't like mint for whatever reason then peas and lettuce is also another good combination because romaine lettuce comes into season in spring you can just fry up some roughly cut chunks with your fresh peas and some finely chopped spring onions as well with a bit of butter and seasoning and that's a slight alternative so yeah peas coming into season in spring and lots of ways to use them there and they're healthy as well of course these are great ways of just getting your some of your five a day veggies into you too so. exactly exactly really, really especially good. when you think about it mm. you know the lettuce and the peas yeah. and uh, spring onion I mean that's three of your five a day and it doesn't feel like a chore it feels like a really just exciting way to eat something new so exactly that's... the butter is a wee bit kind of yeah that, that ruins it let's not let's not talk about the butter <clears throat> yeah um no this is another one here this is one that I, I love peas but i'm not so keen on asparagus but mm, i try it sometimes maybe with hollandaise sauce because one of the most luxurious vegetable dishes steamed grilled and roasted asparagus is delectable slathered in this buttery sauce many of us don't enjoy it that's me included out of fear of making our own hollandaise yeah it is i've 
tried it before years and years and years ago when I was working in a kitchen. I thought, oh yeah, I'll try making a hollandaise and I failed miserably. It is quite challenging, but Love Food are saying it's easier than you think if you follow some of these basic golden rules. Number one, don't overheat it. Have a shallow sink of cold water on hand just in case you do so you can plunge your bowl into it to cool it down. But once you've got the knack of making it, add a twist of the hollandaise by throwing in some grated orange zest too. That gives it a bit of zing, some grated parmesan for a salty kick or tarragon and a dash of tarragon vinegar for a clean sharpness. I'm not very familiar with tarragon. Tarragon, I actually, means. tarragon in hollandaise mm. is bernays. Oh, right. So bernays yeah, yeah, sauce, which, bernays. which you would have with steak. Oh, right. There you but go. it's quite nice if you make a, up a kind of hollandaise mm, mm. butter almost uh, oh, right. with or a bernays butter mm. um, and then put it in the freezer, roll it up like a sausage. And then if you have a barbecue or you want a steak, all you need to do is get a hot knife cut off like a mm. uh, coin of uh, the Bernays butter yeah, yeah. and put it on top of your steak and just let it melt and oh, it's absolutely that, delicious. That does. I, I think I'd probably prefer that to the asparagus. I don't know. I, like I was saying, I kind of like asparagus but it doesn't strike me as going... You see, I yeah. love it. I love it and I love hollandaise. Yeah. I could just sit mm. and and I could eat a bowl of hollandaise like soup. <laughs> <Jill>. <laughs> really that's not right. That's not it's right not at all. Right, it's not right. It's so <laughs> nice. so good. But no, see, I would prefer this alternative to avoid the hollandaise and just still get your asparagus because yeah that spring vegetables coming into season as well so it's really healthy and they recommend that you grill the asparagus with a poached egg and a bit of parmesan as well that's a very simple way of getting the creaminess of the egg against the clean flavor of the asparagus so but the thing is you yeah. need the hollandaise over the poached egg and everything uh, to make it oh one of my favorite breakfasts mm. of all time i have to say is eggs benedict oh yeah I just love it. The hollandaise, the mm. poached egg, the bacon. But I always add a little bit of um, storing away black pudding yes. as well. That's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, the guy. Yeah. I think I have had that in the past and thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it was the fact that the hollandaise was was mixed of, yeah with, mixed and, mm-hmm. and and disguised a little bit, if you will, by by the bacon and and the other flavors there. So mm, yeah, I'm just a bit of a fussy eater. But no, that's a good one for a new spring season: asparagus and hollandaise. Now this one mm, it seems a little bit adventurous to me. I'm not a big fan of it. It's called this. This reminds me of Australia a little bit: surf and turf. So something from the ocean and something from the land surf and turf and the combination they're recommending from love food is veal and tuna it's an italian staple used in tons of recipes in the classic dish of vitello tonato cold roasted veal is sliced thinly served pink with a tuna and a caper sauce yes the fishy vinegary flavor of the sauce brings out the subtle meaty flavor of the veal Uh, so mm, yeah i think that's a bit more of a a refined taste i I love veal not too sure about tuna complimenting i I think that sounds absolutely beautiful the way that recipe i've never tried it Mm, mm. um i mean i've tried veal obviously and capers and i've tried them all separately but Mm. not together Mm. in that kind of dish i'm going to look out for that and see Mm. if they do it anywhere because that is gorgeous but if you don't like surf and turf and you just want to stick with the the turf then a veal escalope can be cooked and and served with creme fraiche instead of a tuna and caper sauce this is stolen straight from a french grandmother's kitchen season and fry the escalope of veal in a little oil and some butter um, and 
then just add a good doll a big dollop of good quality creme fresh and baby vegetables and that is a light spring supper right there gorgeous mm. sounds beautiful that really does we got one more though here which uh, this is one i have to admit i've never tried this vegetable but it sounds quite intriguing it's purple broccoli um is it's a bit a bit more of a bitter taste, they're saying, but it's a favourite discovery since coming to the UK. It's really enjoying uh, its prime now. And um, the best accompaniment to go with purple broccoli rather than green is soy sauce. Just cook it in a, in a hot frying pan as if you're cooking Chinese food, really. Just a bit of garlic goes well with it as well. Um, yeah, and some soy sauce. So have you tried purple I broccoli? I love purple sprouting broccoli. Oh, I've never I tried it myself. It. Never tried I do. It. It's gorgeous. Um, I prefer tender stem broccoli. Okay. Have you yeah. ever tried tender stem no, broccoli? No, it's the I... big, it's big, long, kind of thin stems, uh-huh. and it's exactly what it says in the title. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, tender. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's beautiful. I absolutely adore. I love broccoli though. Yes. I love it. Yeah. But purple sprouting bro- broccoli is phenomenal if you can get it because a lot of the time, yeah, that I've been into the supermarket, it's not there or it's all been. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, snaffle. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it is so popular. But no, I very rarely see it as well. I mean, it's one of those ones that I'm aware of, but I would never have thought that it's a seasonal spring food. But there you go. Love Food is saying that it's a great a great ingredient to be using at this time of year. And, and a, a slight alternative, they say you can cook it with lemon and chili. It still sounds like uh, the basic friend frying pan style as if you're cooking Chinese food there. So yeah, purple sprout and broccoli as well. Delicious. Well, do you know what? Thank mm. you so much for making me so hungry. My <laughs> yeah, tummy is rumbling gonna here. going to have to really. go eat something right now. <laughs> but you've given me some good ideas yes. for my tea tonight. So thank you for that. And if you want to take a look at this article, it's on the lovefood.com website. It is, of course, fully accessible.